The Great Northern Way Great Northern Way Every day I listen to The Great Northern Way We thank you for tuning in to part two of Sorry Not Sorry with special guest Sammy Rundawa. We'd like to remind you that for any correspondence, you can do so at The Great Northern Way, P-O-D, on Instagram. On Facebook, it's Kevo, K-E-V-O, Cabell, C-A-B-E-L-L. In part two, Sammy speaks of his time mentoring the youth of Surrey, as well as discrimination that he has witnessed or noticed in the city of Surrey. Enjoy. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. Yeah. Right, go ahead. Someone. So that's where that comes in, bro. It's like, you know, it's pretty much that's, you know, like it's known as, you know, the the breadwinner and stuff like that. So so what I'm seeing is my point is, is that those kids that all of a sudden get so wanting to go through that fast money, want to go through, you know, the wanting to get that acceptance, whatever that 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 mixed talent, that that talent that's wanting to go towards shooting people and wanting to you know deal drugs because you know they want to be part of they want to be accepted and stuff like that why don't um those same kids be express you know expressing themselves creativity you know get the creativity out of them instead of them picking up a gun get them to pick up a pencil to see what they can come up with get them to write a rap get them to write get them to draw something get them to do something different get their Get their get their creative expressions out you know because what it is is most of the kids that are wanted going into that kind of direction is because first of all it's higher influence yeah. because you know their cousin or somebody else is involved in that so the kids like hey you know what I'm gonna freaking do the same thing too because hey that's they're older and the kids always look up to older people right or older older siblings or older cousins because they're like hey this guy's doing this I want to do this right but if somehow if those same kids I mean, if those same kids somehow their their creativity can be brought out, their more you know their expressions can be brought out so that can lessen their depression. That they're sitting at home, no one's listening to them, no one's being there for them. They're not being loved, they're not being cared, right? You know, they have another way, of another avenue to do something different. That would change. I love it. This problem of violence and drugs in. Uh, and what to call in Lower Mainland. And so you you grew up in South Vancouver, but yes. you lived in Surrey for about a good while, eighteen years. Yeah. So talk about. I, I mean, like I can tell you in LA about <laughs> discrimination. I can tell you about riding the red line, um, the train out there, and being discriminated against. You know, on the red line, yeah. or you know, being pulled over in suburban white neighborhoods. Right. I can tell you a little bit about that. Hopefully, y'all don't know nothing about that. But. Um, what have you and you could choose not to get personal with this type of discrimination or you can just be honest i mean excuse me, not be honest but like be clear be transparent about everything but is there a particular uh instance of discrimination or things that you've seen in surrey that kind of stood out to you that was like a bad taste in your mouth well i've i've <laughs> i've not i've not uh Thank God I haven't experienced it myself, but like, I mean, you see videos and stuff of that happening to people, like, you know, people throwing uh, garbage at, uh, you know, our seniors and, you you know, there was an incident happening at a park in Surrey where 
you know, this lady just freaking uh, her and her boyfriend or whatever they just grabbed like a garbage, dirty garbage, just threw it over at the the Indian older senior couple. They didn't even do anything, you know. They just come on, just throwing stuff on them. You know, I mean, there was a time where, you know, there was uh, it was a heavy presence of, you know, the um, from what I've heard, like KKK and stuff like that used to be really strong here. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, hold on. So, you know, I'm from the States. And I didn't, obviously, I don't think that uh, everything is particularly different just because I crossed the border to the north. Yeah. But I'm going to be honest with you. Um, since I've been here, at least, been about a year, I've never heard the three letters of KKK. I'm, this is the first. Yeah. So... And I, I don't mean to sound naive. I mean, I know that there are people who are racist, and I know there's racist organizations. Yeah, yeah. Um, but different, they have different titles, different things. I mean, because we're not talking about the same particular areas. Uh, the KKK was originally uh, 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 presented as a tool in the South to keep black voters, to, to scare them from, from voting yeah. and, and to keep them down and suppressed. And it was just a way to go about that and also to suppress the leaders. Yeah. I, of course, that could expand up to the North, up to, to Canada. Yeah. But... You're saying? Are you saying that there's a KKK, a large KKK press? I mean, there used to be. They used to be pretty heavy in uh, in the let's say about the late and their early 80s and stuff like that. It used to be really this the the city of Surrey where we are seeing right now. Really, there was a time where our Indian people, they their turbans were uh, taken off, eggs were thrown at them, women were grabbed and harassed. You know, in in even in sexual ways, and you know, so many things was so many things were going on, so much abuse, so many things were happening. You know, it was it was it was it was quite a time that was. You know, I mean, I I was obviously well, obviously that time, um, I was probably like between, uh, whenever those years happened, I was between what let's say two to like five six years old, but the stories that as things that I've heard. The reason why the city of Surrey is why it is the way it is, is because a certain organization decided to say, you know what, enough is enough and it's time for a change. And that's when they took it on their hands to, you know, take care of business. And now... Which organization would this be? Uh, I'm not going to mention the name of the place because, you know, they don't know who it is. But they were they were an Indian, Indian location, Indian, uh, Indian committee that, you know, joined forces and they wow. and they went and, you know... They change things up, and they—that's how the problem of racism and all that stuff changed for years and years. And that's how uh, Indian people started to reside peacefully in uh, in Surrey, walking around in parks and stuff like that. It used to be a time where they couldn't, ladies couldn't even walk around wearing their Indian suits or anything because the men would harass them. They'd come and you know harass them sexually, harass them you know physically, abuse. Wow. All this stuff coming, you know? Wow. So, oh, yeah, uh, it was some tough times, bro. So, you're saying that there was an organization, uh, you know, of Indian descent that took kind of sort of the uh, the onus on themselves to kind of rid the KKK yeah. out of yeah. Sorry. Oh, yeah. But how big was the presence in the 80s? Oh, the presence was huge, bro. Like, you, it was so bad, bro, that. I've known people, I've worked with some people and stuff like that, like a personal jobs, and they've they've gone to pubs, and Indians were not allowed inside a pub to even have a drink. Really? And the guy used to say, like, remember when I said to you, 
the Paki thing I was telling you about. Yeah. They used to say the same thing to them too. They say, hey, what are you doing? You're not allowed to come in here. You know, you're not allowed to come in here. You know, he's like, hey, we want to have a beer. Me and my friends want to have a beer. They're not, they're not even causing any problems, nothing. No, you can't come in here. Paki, you go back to your country. Wow. Right? And so some of these guys, then they took it upon themselves to, you know, go ahead and uh, use violence to, uh, you know, set the message. And then those same people started saluting him and say, hey, you know, blah, 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 come sit down, have a beer now, this and that. It's like, why would, why did somebody have to resort to violence to be accepted? Why, yeah. bro? Explain to me. Why? Why would, why did somebody have to resort to violence to be accepted in a, in, in a, in a country? No, you're right. You just want to have a drink. You're not hurting anybody. You're paying money. It's not like you're just sitting there for free. <laughs> you're right. You know, right, you're yeah. paying money. Like I, if you own a bar and I come to you and I say, you know what, I want to have a drink. And you say, sorry, man, no Punjabis are allowed here. Your people are not allowed here. And I'd be like, you know what? I'm just, I, I got money in my wallet. I'm here to, uh, you know, I want to have a beer. No, you're not allowed. You're colored people. We thank you for listening to part two of Sorry Not Sorry with special guest Sammy Randawa. We remind you, you can also subscribe by going to Spotify and clicking underneath the Great Northern Way logo. The amount is $2.99 per month. Cancel anytime. Thank you and be kind.